Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, before we start a new hour, let's just take a quick look at how some of the people in oh, the world of sports. Be- best costume Hands ever. Down. First of all, you saw that dude in the woods, you'd be petrified, but he what? looked for real like, oh, in the woods. Okay, this man had lipstick on his teeth looking like Taylor Swift. This is not okay. Here's DeAndre Jordan. Okay, I don't know where's Waldo. Okay, I like Waldo. Okay. Okay, Paul Solid. George. Pretty good. That's, this is the best unreal. one, though. Yeah. You like Slender Man? I like Slender Man. Look at his hands, That's literally him. That's literally him, it's just him. in a yeah. suit. Yeah, no. What is he, 7'4"? Yeah. Yeah, at least. I mean, that is, that is, that is for real. And scary. I weigh more than him, so yeah. Did, did, did any, of you, any of you dress up yesterday? What would we have for no NFL Live? No, just nothing like that? You? I hate Halloween, so no. You hate Halloween? I'm not into holidays. I'm not. Oh, my You used to have Hallelujah Night. See, what did you do there? Go to church. Go to church. Yeah. Oh, go yes. to church. Get yeah. candy. Okay, there we go. It's a lord. It's a lord. In the trunk, the lower. like the trunk or tree. I bet the yeah. lord gave out the big <laughs> candy bars. <laughs> The gold route. <laughs> All right. With that, we welcome you back. We are live at the seaport. We're brought to you by Grey Goose, which maybe some of us could have used last night. <laughs> we'll see. But by the way, while you were sleeping, massive breaking news. Second consecutive day that I've got huge news to share as you wake up. This time it's NFL. It's the Raiders. They have fired their coach, Josh McDaniels, and their general manager, David Ziegler. This after falling to 3-5 and five on Monday night in a game in which they looked just awful and Devontae Adams looked like that as a result of it. And so those are the first things I thought of. Antonio Pierce, whom we all know and love, he worked with us at ESPN for a while, terrific NFL career, very well respected. Mm-hmm. He now is the interim coach for the rest of the year, and we'll see how that goes. I want to dive into the Raiders' side of this here in a second, but just quickly, because of the parallel, you know what it's like to walk in uh, to to a situation after a firing in the middle of the season and try and take control of a team. You did it a year ago. Just give everyone a sense of what's going on in that building right now. Major weight, right? Major weight for Antonio Pierce. Listen, all the coaches have been put on notice. Players are put on notice. People are going to lose their jobs, right? Two already lost their jobs, and whether you love them or hate them, irrespective of those things, it has massive consequences in that building. And those coaches are now feeling the weight, right? Are they going to be in Las Vegas next year? Is AP going to have a real shot at getting the job? None of those things are ever communicated from ownership down. So guys are really just kind of go out there, and it is. It's one of the things for Antonio Pierce. Keep everybody in the building together. Go in one direction, encourage them, help them the best you can, understanding there's going to be a massive amount of change at the end of the season. All right, so, so that's the situation they're in, and we'll see how it impacts Devontae Adams. Next, I just feel the need to say something because I know a lot of people watching us and, frankly, everyone else at this table are not old enough to remember what I'm about to tell you. The Raiders were one of the great franchises in the sport for a long time. John Madden and Ken Stabler and Cliff Branch and all the – Otis Sistrunk. I mean, that that was a team. Just win, baby. That was was and is a legendary franchise at a time when the NFL became what the NFL is – And the reason you don't know that is because if you are under the age of 50, they've been a laughingstock basically your whole life. And this just continues, Swagoo. It's so frustrating for me to watch. Since since Al Davis died and Mark Davis took over the team, this is now the eighth 
person who will be their coach That's in 12 exactly. years. Mm -hmm. Eight people have been the head coach of that team in 12 seasons. Marcus, that is the express train to mm -hmm. dysfunction and yep. having no chance. You're 100% right, G. And the, the other part of the express train is that you need to change your habits, right? We all know what they say about insanity, right? right. Mm -hmm. so, so here's the thing. If I could give the Raiders some advice, I don't want to give an analysis. If, mm -hmm. I, could, if I could talk to Mark Davis, Please. get him for 10 minutes in a row. He's watching. I say, Mark, one thing first, slow down. Yeah. Right? When you get in this process, slow down, right? Identify as what well. Let's say this too. I've been to that stadium. I've been around. They got a lot of good things going Absolutely. in Vegas. It's a lot of beautiful things there that if you get the right guy in there, they, and give him time, you can build something really, really special in Vegas. Yep. It's things going on around Vegas as well that you could benefit from as a football team. So that's that's the thing that I want to say about where they are when it comes to cachet and the alluring. On the hiring process with a coach, man, slow down. Talk to these players. Have conversations with guys in that locker room that's been in this league for a while. Have conversations with the guys that you think if you have them in the building, are going to be pillars for your organization. This is how the really good teams do it. I was, I was, we were there in Detroit and talking to Dan Campbell. I played with Dan Campbell. I played with Aaron Glenn. I, I saw AG before the game started, and he talked about the culture that they built, the time that they were given to build that culture, but more importantly, the, the, the cachet that they have with yeah. these players because it's a respectful thing. Yeah. It's mutual. Slow down, yeah. Mark Davis. Don't go with one of these <clears throat> one of these hires that you think or your generation or talking to some other ownership. Listen to these guys that are actually on the field doing and the, it. And the time portion, think about Dan Campbell. What they, I, I think I said I gave it wrong. Is one they were one ten and one with Dan Campbell, right? And I actually spoke to him on the phone during last season. I called him when I took over. And one of the things he talked about was how fast the swing of public opinion is in the NFL, right? Like, from the beginning of that season, they were struggling last year. All, I think they were 1-5 one one or 1-6, yep. something like that. And then all of a sudden, they turn this thing around, and they, and they go, you know, hairs on fire, they're winning everything. But the amount of support that he got from that turn, but he just talked about, the ownership never wavered. They knew what they wanted. He was building identity in Detroit. It wasn't going to be overnight. That's Mark. You, it's not going to happen overnight. It's no. going to take time to develop. You got to get your guys, get your mentality imprinted on this team. And, and so, you know, they, they got to figure this thing out for the long term. Well, in Detroit, credit to Brad Holmes and Ray Agnew for, yes. for in addition to Dan Campbell. But if you were in Vegas, if you are a player in that locker room, you're, especially Devontae, it's like, oh, stability no longer is here. Everything is getting turned upside down. Now I got to go too. I think that's the problem when you see coaches get fired and GMs get fired. Now players say, it's about me. And I, and, and I, I don't blame them for that. Everybody's in self-preservation mode. Yeah. How does Antonio Pierce get these guys to still buy in? Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs. You talk about Mark Davis talking to these players. If you are going to say, hell no, as Schefter reported, we are not trading Devontae Adams, Devontae Adams has to be a part of this conversation. Like, yes. what are we – how can we convince you well, that here is where you need to be? It should have happened last year before Derek right, Carr got right, put out Right, But, again, you learn from what, what your past mistakes were, and hopefully Devontae Adams is a part and, of and, and to, this tournament. And to your point, K-Mart, the first person I'm pulling in that, in that office if I'm Mark Davis is Max Crosby. Amen. Max Crosby, first of all, Max Crosby has been through a lot in his yeah. life. 
He understands what it takes to be good in this league. And also, he has the right idea. I'm not saying let him make the decision. No. What I'm saying is, Max, you in the locker room with these guys that you're going to have to go to yeah. battle with, right? you the long-term stalwart pillar yeah. of this football team. You're the original Raider right now. Right. If you was to ask anybody, who do you identify That's right. when Derek Carr departed as the Raider? Yeah. It's yeah. Max Crosby. He embodies everything you want as a yep. good football player, as a dude that you know is going to endure, and where he is right now in his career. This, this is always the hard part for me, Jeff. And Even when you got the job in Indy, the good feeling I had is, at least when Jeff stepped in the locker room, players going to know how to relate to him. Right. He's going to understand how these guys are feeling. Man, every coach in the NFL that I see having success to a man, mm-hmm. they players understand them and vice versa. Right. right. And, and Josh McDaniels doesn't seem to have any of that. And it was pretty, it was, it was fairly predictable. Was none of that. This was the easiest thing to see coming. That's what really gets you mad. Yeah. When the mistakes happen that were so easy to see coming. And so here we are again. The Raiders are a laughing stock. Now, NFL trade deadline comes and goes yesterday. We had winners, we had losers. Let's go through them. Jeff, give me a loser at the trade deadline. Dallas Cowboys not going to get Derrick Henry. And, and, and from what I've heard, didn't even attempt it. And I, I just don't understand with Mike McCarthy's idea of how they want to run this offense and the style of that. Bring bring your own hey, bring your own blocker. That's what Derrick Henry is. You yep. don't need you don't got to worry about the blocks, right? He's going to get three yards even after contact. That's the type of guy he is. It would have been a perfect fit in my opinion. And all you need you want to rent him for half the year. It don't matter what happens next year. Let's go win it this year. They would have been in the top of the NFC if they right, bookmark that. I want to come back to that one in a bit. Kmart, give me a winner. I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills. Listen, yeah. this is a defense that has been gutted by injuries, particularly Tredavious White, Matt Milano. Now they go out, they get a veteran guy in Russell Douglas who was in Green Bay for two and a half years. They understand that they need depth, they need healthy bodies, and they need good players. So credit to Brandon Bean for making this happen. I'm going to give you a, a loser. To me, the Chicago Bears trade for Montez Sweat made absolutely <laughs> no sense. Not that he isn't a very good player. He is. But if you want Montez Sweat next year, then you can just sign him. Why would you give up a second-round pick, which could wind up being like the 35th pick in the draft, this a year after they traded a second-round pick for Chase Claypool? This, to me, made absolutely no sense for a team that isn't in win-now mode. Swagoo, give me a winner from the weekend. San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. I think one of one, I thought I'd never say this, but I think they needed Chase Young mm. more so than a luxury. We've seen the 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles make a lot of luxury trades over the last couple of years. Yeah. They needed Chase Young. This defensive line with four wasn't generating the type of pressure that we all expected them to. But I think Chase Young added to this is going to dictate how people can protect them, and it's going to turn into a lot of one-on-ones for a lot of really good pass rushers on that front line. How important is this acquisition? Biggest trade of this season and the most impactful trade of this season. Yeah. And I'm just going to tell you, to, to your point, Dick, Dick Bosa has 21 pressures. Nobody else on that line even has has more than nine. That's a big, that's a big drop off. And what it does for an offensive line is we know the guy we can circle. When you put Chase Young on that line, whether he's over the guard, over over the other end, it takes pressure off of Bosa to be able to produce. He's got 21. Just go ahead and magnify that number. When you get more bodies, and then you put Armstead in the middle, you put those two guys inside. Ian Young, and it totally changes the game plan (laughs) for blocking. And I'm just telling you, they needed this. They need to help the back end of their their defense, and that starts with pressure. It is is an impactful – I'm telling you, John Lynch – 
Shanahan, this was a great pickup by them, irrespective if he plays there next year or not. This is the eight-game rental, whatever it is. Go get it, bro. Go win the Super Bowl. No. Then you'll worry about it. What do they came on? No, so <clears throat> stat from Hembo, piggybacking off of what you just said, 49ers ranked 24th in pressure rate yeah. and 27th in sack rate. When you think about the amount of money that they have That's invested right. in that D-line. So while some people might think that Chase Young is a luxury – it was a no, it's not. It's no, a need. It now, this does remind me of 2019, October 2019, when they traded for Emmanuel Sanders. They add, The 49ers added him to help boost their offense. He helped them get to the Super Bowl. This is the same situation. This may not be a long-term situation for Chase Young in San Francisco because right. you've got to pay Bosa. You've got to pay um, Fred Warner. You can't pay Chase Young, too. Yeah. But for this season, you have a guy coming off of injury who's playing his best right now. This makes a lot of sense. And listen, I love that. Like, what she's saying is 100% true. It doesn't matter what happens next year. Your time is right now. Mm-hmm. Go get that. If, if Chase Young walks out the door and goes gets a massive contract, it does, if he gets you 10 sacks the rest of the season and y'all close the Super Bowl out well, with it, you don't care. Yeah. You well, don't care, man. Like, like be happy. It, it, it was a necessity, yep. and it was a great pickup. By they, the way. they also just traded probably like the 100th pick in the draft to get him. Mm-hmm. The Bears got Montez Sweat for like the 35th pick I, in I don't the know draft. what the hell that was. For, I, and, and listen, really it's not don't. even about the player. Like, Sweat is a yeah, baller. Yeah, yeah. But great you player. You don't want to be better if you're the Bears. Look, you, you, you want to <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to help yourself be better for what you want to get. Go, go pay him in the offseason and get worse so you get better picks. And, like, and if no. I'm Montez Sweat, I'm not about to long, long-term with y'all. I'm man. not. That's, that, that was the loser to me, Montez Sweat having to go to the That trade didn't make yeah. any sense at all. Coming up, did it make any sense what a Kansas City legend said yesterday? Unnecessary roughness. Questioning <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Is Tay-Tay going to write a song about it? We'll get to that. Plus, a fantastic finish in the NBA last night. Wemby, KD, right down to the wire. Game of the year so far. You'll see it next. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Back on Get Up. Back to the football in a moment. But first, Game 4 World Series last night. Rangers, Road Warriors haven't lost a road game in these playoffs, but they're now without Adolis Garcia and Max Scherzer for the rest of this series. Top of two. Rangers up 1-0. Marcus Simeon adding to that. In the left field corner it goes. Two runs will score. Simeon in with a triple. Swagoo, Texas extending their lead to 3-0. Then here comes Corey Seager. Get a load of that. Get hot, Pat. I mean, that Get out is, of here. That is Get out of here. Don't worry. 431 feet. <laughs> look like, that looked that look like Jessica Mendoza hitting them pants. That's, right. yeah, That's what he turned on it. First shortstop ever with three home runs in a World Series. On pace to be the second ever to win MVP of the World Series for two different teams. Joining Reggie Jackson. Meanwhile, top of three, same score. That's Travis Jankowski, who is stepping in for Garcia. That with the bases loaded. Two runs will score. Texas up 7-0. And then Marcus Simeon put it away. Get out of there, ball. Three-run shot. Travel. Say good night. All with two outs. All with two outs. Rangers win it 11-7. They're up three games to one. They're a win away from their first ever World Series championship, and they're now 10-0 on the road in this postseason. That's the longest road win streak in postseason history. They can clinch their first championship tonight, fittingly, on the road. Now, that series began in Texas on Friday night, and Travis Kelsey was there. This is him at the World Series attending that game. Yes, he plays in Kansas City. Yes, his team played in Denver on Sunday, but he was there on Friday night to watch game one of the World Series. And the legendary Chiefs kicker, Nick Lowry, did not like it. He posted on Facebook, I'm just going to say this once. I adore my Chiefs. I love Patrick. I love Travis. And it's been fun witnessing the Taylor factor as long as it's not a distraction. However, when I saw Travis watching the World Series in Texas on a Friday night before a road game, do I have to finish the sentence? We don't know what time he got home on Friday night, but it's a distraction and it's not a good message to the rest of the team. My sense is, oh no, look at, look at, oh no. Oh, what's that? We were talking some nonsense. I just popped it back uh, up. Yeah, 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 nonsense. Wake up out of that I mean, green. Let me, just, let me help everybody with this right here. This, this dude on a Friday night in October is at a baseball game. The game is on Sunday. Yeah. By the way, he's going to fly home. Privately, he ain't waiting for JetBlue to get him home at a certain time, y'all. All right, the dude's got a little different cash, right? He comes back, or, or Taylor Swift gets him home, however he gets home. He gets home, goes back to his house, gets in bed, wakes up, has a walkthrough, goes to a hotel, does another meeting, 
and then goes to bed to get ready to play a game. I mean, it, it is it is craziness that this is a distraction. First of all, it's not a distraction to anybody else. If anybody else could do it, they would have all been on that same plane. Everybody. He, he's just in a different class right now, so he gets to go to the game that people, everybody else would want to go to. Does confirm with all the players that we have here, this is not an issue. This doesn't have oh any God. impact on him not playing well, them not no, playing well Sunday, no, nothing no, like flu, that. The flu, the flu Cause got Mahomes. Because if it doesn't get said, I mean, if it, if the game goes differently, nobody's talking about it. The other thing is, I'm sure Travis Kelsey has been out on Friday night before some Never. other games. Like, this is the think, first time You think ever. Rob Gronkowski went on a Friday night? I, I mean, come on, man. Like, and then, too, like, the <laughs> flight from Kansas City to uh, Dallas ain't far. It's, right. it's like an hour and ten minutes. Come on. Right. So he was back home way earlier than my man Lowry thinking. Yeah. I keep thinking Mike Lowry. From yeah. <laughs> but my man Nick Lowry, thank man. Lowry. I mean, I'm as I sit here and recover from my cousin texting me during the show and telling me that my hairline looks a mess. <laughs> Stephen Jackson, Stephen Jackson, co-host of All the Smoke. Yeah. Uh, I, I just I, the nonsense that's coming out of people's mouth. That's what I just told him. Yeah. This nonsense. Him and Lowry yeah. must have been on the phone last night <laughs> talking to each other. I did not play, and I can tell you this is utter nonsense as well. Yeah. It's I, nonsense. It is complete nonsense. Green, there's G, any you player. To be Friday night. I feel is, like he wanted to be something. Listen, in the league, Friday night is your date night. Like if you're married, it's your date you go night. Out. Right? Like you're gonna go out. Guys you go, go out and hang out. Like you know as all about a team. that. Listen, you when they tell me, I don't really know. When they hit the huddle. You know about huddle Saturday morning. Oh, I know Let's about just that. say, Saturday morning's huddles aren't like every other part of the week. I, I'm just going to put it like that. Everybody who's played NFL knows what I mean. Yeah. I mean right, let, let me just ask quickly before we get on from this, because I get it. Friday night, no big deal. He's there and back. No problem. Nick Lowry, Miz, what, what might he be? Hi. He might be. <laughs> but is it possible that Travis Kelsey and his burgeoning celebrity, and he is a person who has pursued that in his life, he, he, he had a reality show chasing Kelsey, for those of you who didn't, or catching, catching Kelsey, Kelsey, whatever it was called, catching. Um, and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and now he's Podcast, romantically thing. connected to maybe the most famous person in the entire world. Like, is there anything in that that is a distraction? Is, is there anything in that that would concern you if you're a fan of that team, a, a, an alum of that team, or whatever the case may be? See, no, because what Travis Kelsey has done before him dating Taylor Swift for yeah. you yeah. is enough for you, him not to ever step foot on the field again. Right. Like, let's be honest, man. Like, this, this is not some random player going to a baseball game. Right. This is arguably the— It would have never the, made news. It would never made news. This right. is arguably the greatest tight end to ever play the game. And I promise you this. Travis Kelsey will have five or six more games of 120 yards receiving and a couple of touchdowns. Relax. Right. Relax, everybody. Listen, his numbers are actually better when she shows up. Well, that's the point. There Put the graphic up. Put the graphic up. <laughs> and the bottom line of it is, it is Taylor Swift's tour that is killing the Chiefs. Put the numbers up from last year. <laughs> She's in Argentina. And, and here's the thing. Uh, if she, you got your friendship bracelets down there in Buenos Aires. We'll hear what the surprise songs are tonight. There's a lot going on here. But the bottom line of it is, when Tay-Tay is in the house, the yeah. team is perfect. She's worth 10 points a game, for crying out loud. That's what's up. And he doubles his production because he's trying to show off for his girl. Yeah. We all know about that. Yeah, forget them MVPs yeah. and them Super Bowls. All that kind of stuff. All that stuff. That, that ain't, he, was, he wasn't doing it before he showed up. <laughs> so, I mean, you heard it. 
Like, hey, Taylor Swift put him on the map, y'all. Did, did, did you not hear that? Did you not hear that? She did put him on a different map. <laughs> I ain't going to say World, worldwide, worldwide stage. Worldwide no different from NFL-wide. Yeah. No worldwide. Doubt. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. She put him on a map where Arlington, Texas is a lot closer to Kansas City than it was before. Yes. His previous map, they were a little bit further apart, if you know what I mean. But the bottom line, so nothing. You got nothing. We no. see nothing. nothing. The relationship, uh -uh. a psychology major, there's no issue here no. at all. I know and you know, I love to find something, but there's nothing. I want to know here. who the dude in the red was sitting next to her. Uh, <laughs> the pilot? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Come on, we're going to the game tonight. Okay. All right. We've got all that and more coming up. In the meantime, coming up next, we got to get to the bottom of this. What did the coach know and when did he know it? A sign-stealing scandal. Paul Feinbaum is fired up about that video, and you will find out why next. Plus, Jeff has already handed out the pancakes. Swagoo gets his revenge. We're handing out new security, the quarterbacks you desperately needed. That's coming up. But first, Swagoo has this job. Head-to-head -head with Hembo. Who is the only coach to beat Nick Saban twice Ooh. in Tuscaloosa? Swag who played for Saban at LSU. Got the answer next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, we are back on Get Up, and here we go. Swagoo, he's coming for you. Now, Nick Saban's your old coach at LSU. Here's the question. Who is the only coach to beat Nick Saban twice in Tuscaloosa? Gee, I was going through the Rolodex. I think when, I think uh, Malzahn, I was thinking, played him a lot in the, in the, uh, the Iron Bowl. In the Iron Bowl. Yeah. Himbo asked me, so I'm going to say Les Miles. Oh, that's right. It is Les Miles. Look at Swagoo. He's feeling good. Oh, look at him. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now, Himbo. 2007 and 2011. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. That is well done. You damn right it's correct. Swagoo won. Hamlet LSU. Forever LSU. And it's Bama week, ain't it? It is Bama Let's week. go. Let's go. Let's get another one. All right. Let's stay with college football. Let's try and figure this out, shall we? So, so this is the story yesterday. I have looked into as much of this as I possibly can and still can't make sense of it. There are people who seem to think that the person in that video on the sidelines of Central Michigan in a game on September 1st, a night game in which he's wearing sunglasses, 
is Connor Stallions, the Michigan staffer who was at the center of the sign-stealing investigation. Again, these videos, what you're seeing there is that fellow on their sideline during a September 1st game against Michigan State. Michigan State, of course, plays Michigan later in the year. Michigan beats them 49 to nothing. And now the questions seem to be, is that Connor Stallions on the Central Michigan sideline wearing Central Michigan gear? And I suppose we're, we are to believe that no one noticed that he was there, if indeed that is the case. I can't make any sense of this. Paul, help me. What should I be thinking about this? I think you have to start looking at the crumbs, Greeny, and they're more than crumbs right now. They're, they're, they're foot-long loaves of bread that, that are indicating that uh, this entire program uh, has something extremely nefarious going on. Now, I can't sit here a couple hundred miles away and, and say I know for a fact that Jim Harbaugh knew but, it, but it's beginning to be pretty apparent that someone in that athletic department and someone in that football complex knew what was going on. And, and I realize Jim Harbaugh can't comment publicly about the NCAA, but he can have representatives to come out and deny it. The school can deny it. And so far, I'm, I'm hearing crickets from, from the University of Michigan, and that, that's a very bad sign for this school moving forward. Now, Heather, you told us earlier that this does not figure well i'll let you say it because your end of this primarily is the college football playoff michigan is unbeaten they are third right now in the first rankings which came out last night but that is sort of meaningless because they're going to get cracks at penn state and ohio state by the time this is all said and done they could easily be at number one how will this investigation impact their playing in the in the college football playoff at the end of the year well, the only official statement that the CFP has given on this in that regard is that as long as a team is eligible for a bowl game, it is eligible to be ranked by the committee. And Bill Hancock, the CFP executive director, and the committee chair, Boo Corrigan, were pressed on this multiple times by reporters yesterday about how it weighed into the committee's decisions. And the answer was it did not. Michigan was evaluated based on what they have seen on the field. Now, I have talked to former committee members who have said, well, they step out of the room and they have their lunch together and they're talking in the hallways. Will they talk about this? Absolutely. But when they come back in, Boo Corrigan will remind them of the protocol and that they have to follow it. And also, Ward Manuel, Michigan's athletic director, is on the selection committee. He has to walk out and recuse himself. There is a lot of respect for him in the room. Hancock said yesterday, that it was not an issue in the room at all for them. Paul, well, I, I'm, I'm being told that you are smiling while she is talking. What are we finding amusing well, here? I, I, mean, I, I, I mean, Heather is 100% correct, but I'm just laughing at the idea that the man in the middle of all this, Ward Manuel, who is Jim Harbaugh's boss, and by the way, every report out of, out of Michigan indicates these two do not like each other at all, uh, that he's sitting there at, at lunch while they're having uh, their, their, their drinks at night and their hors d'oeuvres and their saunas uh, in the morning, that nobody's saying, hey, Ward, what's the deal? I mean, this is a collegial group of people, and I find it impossible to believe that Ward Manuel is not advising these people on what he knows or at least giving them some smoke signals. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I love the committee. They can look at every nuance and every, every PowerPoint, but they can't look at the elephant in the room and, the, and potentially one of the biggest scandals in college football history that you're about to be number one team in the country down the road uh, could be as scandalous as any program we have seen in a long time. Right. It's a scary so, so thought. 
so then let's go. Heather, did well, you want to jump in there? Go. Well, I did, I did want to say that it's important to remember from the committee's view that these are allegations, right? That's the point from their perspective, is that it is for the NCAA to police them or the Big Ten. And neither of those things have happened yet because the Big Ten hasn't opened an investigation into that. That is completely Tony Petiti's decision. But I would be shocked, to Paul's point, if Ward Manuel, at the beginning of the meeting on Monday, didn't address the elephant in the room and then everybody moved on from it. I don't know what he said. I don't know if he said anything, but I would be surprised if he didn't say something and just clear the air and they get to move on. So I want to ask one more thing about this, though, because, Paul, you and I have had a million conversations about the NCAA. And in recent years, there have been moments where I sort of forget they exist. And then they jump back in all of us. They used to be they were like the most powerful body in the history of sports. And now all of a sudden it feels like they have no power at all. But they're the only ones investigating this thing. And Heather just told us that the under on how long an investigation of that uh, of that sort takes is about a year. It seems impossible to imagine it would be done by January. So the question is, what should the Big Ten be doing about this? And I know, Paul, it bothers you that they're not doing anything about it. Well, I mean, I don't know what the Big Ten is waiting for. Uh, I mean, the Big Ten needs to intervene and, and take this uh, over because they control what happens after this, the regular season, and that's the Big Ten championship game. The NCAA is not particularly involved in that. So, I, I mean, I think it's incumbent upon Tony Petiti, who, who's well-respected, he's the new commissioner uh, of the Big Ten, to take this thing over and, and try to figure it out. Uh, I, I realize you can't have a, a long, drawn-out court proceeding or, or an NCAA proceeding, but, but they can do something. Uh, and, and right now, the fact that they're, they're not even commenting on it is absurd. Now, there's another side of this, Greeny, and you understand where I'm going here. These conferences protect their, their member institutions fiercely, and there's a big competition between the Big Ten and the SEC for everything, and I'm sure nobody at Big Ten headquarters wants to let go of, of what may be their biggest cash cow this year, and that could be the very best team in the country. So uh, again, put your seatbelt on. We are heading in for a four or five week conversation here that is unprecedented in at least modern college football history. Heather, give me a final word. I just want to remind everyone that while we're focused on this, don't forget the 10,000-foot view on Michigan, which is Jim Harbaugh, self-imposed suspension for the first three games of this season. The FBI is investigating something at Michigan. Former offensive coordinator Matt Weiss and his computers. There was the embarrassing Shemmy Schembleckler situation, okay? This is a fraction of a pile of things that have happened at Michigan. Yeah. So my question is, what's Michigan going to do about it? Okay, fair enough. All those are good questions. And Heather and Paul, you're always there when we need you. The Thank you both. We'll it. check back with you. Let's come out here and get to, so, so Marcus, I have been seeing you out of the corner of my eye, wanting to react. What, what are the thoughts I you're mean, having? First of all, what the hell is going on in there? <laughs> I, don't even know about, I don't even know about the other story. <laughs> the FBI. Like, what? The FBI. She scared the hell out yeah, of me. That's the guy you I didn't even know all that. Here's the other thing, too, man. Like, when you listen to what Heather and Paul just went through, I think Paul made a great point when he said, why would the Big Ten be incentivized right. to come down on Michigan with the money that's involved in a team potentially winning the national championship? You not only have them you have two right now right. in the top four so I'm, I'm 
look, we, we can sit here and pretend that we, you know, we're going to be the moral high ground and mm -hmm. the Big Ten ain't incentivized to get no damn investigation open quickly. And they may have two teams in the Final Four of the college football season. Like, I'm bringing it to that point. They're hoping okay. the FBI finds something so they don't have to do nothing. <laughs> they don't have to do nothing. <laughs> like, FBI, hurry it up. We cannot bury the lead here. Will, who's our director today, can you roll that video one more time, the, 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 the Connor Stallions on the sideline? That was things. I got two former football players here. You played on the high school, college, and pro level. Jeff, you coached on the high school and pro level. Nobody else got shaved. Can a person what? just walk onto the sideline no, wearing the gear of the team and no one notice that he's not supposed to Why are you looking there? like that? So he he's credentialed. You can see he's got a credential like around his neck. So somebody had to, if, if that's him, somebody had to give him a credential to put him on the side. And I will tell you, that is police heavily. And you know from the reporting side, like when you go on the field, even as a coach, I had to have that badge to walk yeah. on and off because you, you, you're in the bowels of the state. You ain't coming out of the stands like that. Uh -huh. Like that guy came out of, so I don't know. I don't know. And first of all, I have no idea who that dude is. If that is or not him, I have no, but I will tell you this, that credential means somebody, yeah. somebody got him Gave on him the side. Okay, Hold on yeah. one second. Hold on one second. Yeah. Can we run this video back? Run it one more time. <laughs> will, talk to, yeah, Will, run it back. Let's do our own damn investigation. Okay, We go. the FBI right now. Go. So he knows that some action is going on where these cameras going to be at. And it's Look at this man head. reaction, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like what, what? For real, look at his reaction Ooh, when he sees see. that the cameras are coming over there. Right that is there. guilty. That's a man <laughs> sitting at the bar and his wife might be around. That's what oh, that wow. is. Word. That's what he doing right now. Look, look at him. Look, look, come on, man. Down, come down. on, man. Come on, man. That's like, like something going cam. on. Like the kiss cam got him and he's with his side. I'm telling like you, man. I'm t that is weird right there, Greeny. Nobody else on that sideline <laughs> is doing that. <laughs> I, look, I'm snitching. Okay, <laughs> let me tell everybody right now. You ain't going down if you with commit him. a crime with me and I'm in the car, I, don't worry about me having no G code. I'm telling. I'm not going to jail for you. I'm telling. I'm telling. Okay. So we now, oh we now have college football's version of the Zapruder film. Is that Connor Stallions ducking his Come head on, down man. so he's not seen on the Central Michigan sideline wearing What's sunglasses at night? Yeah. That's the strangest story I've ever seen in my life. Great. All right. In the meantime, as they sort that out, <laughs> we've go. got this Saturday, no. Bedlam, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, 3.30 Eastern on ABC. No. Then Michael Penix at number five, Washington, taking on Caleb Williams at number 20, USC. What a day of football we have coming your way this weekend on ABC. There's your night game, Saturday night primetime. It's absolutely everything at stake. All right, Swagoo, security. You know. Ooh. Now it is time for Swagoo's revenge. We ain't worried about you, Swagoo. Let's get the security. Okay, let's go. Y'all need all the security. <laughs> hey, man, this is the guy that you got to protect. When are you supposed what? to pick up a flip? Lord have mercy, y'all. That is a travesty. You need new security. This is absolute malpractice. Call everybody. Do you know you in a football game? You need new security. Oh, that was so much fun. All right, earlier we had the pancakes. Now Swagoo gets his revenge, and it's time for security. Let's go. No way. Jeff, I know you're always trying to keep us out of here. We all been here. You know what? You know where I'm going. Oh. My God, Jimmy Garoppolo. Listen, oh. man, it's a lot going on in Las Vegas. I feel actually bad, but we playing this before the man got fired. Jimmy Garoppolo was standing in the pocket. I'm looking at the end of this game, oh. Jeff, and I'm trying to figure out: Are they gonna block? 
Alexander Maloney coming off the edge? Are they going to figure out that they bring extra people to get in there? Sometimes you outman. Sometimes you got to bring an extra dude to get into the club and break the door down. And that's what they did. Look at Jimmy. Look at his face. Look at Jimmy. Jimmy is saying, I'm going to be on Swaggoo. I need me. That's exactly what he's thinking right there. Well, Jimmy, you're damn right. You made it. All right, let's go to the next one, baby. I know what y'all thinking. Oh, poor Chicago. The hell with Chicago. If you get, if you let them people through your club, I'm going to put you on here. My man, Joey Bosa, had a date now. Look at that. Jeff, look at your boy. Let me Hold on, Jeff. Hold on, Jeff. Look at your boy. Look at your boy. He on his back. He got flat weeded. That's what they call it. Flat weeded, Joey Bosa. Go get to the quarterback. Bajor said, oh, I know why Justin Fields feel like this now. I've been on the sideline trying to figure out why. He he hurrying back. back. Look at my man. Look at my man. I think I need new security. (laughs) Yes, you do, Dollar Bajor. Let's go to the next one, man. Because listen, last but not least, Bryce Young, Oh, well, my God. Okay. Oh, Look, this was a good oh, win. This was a good win. Yeah. This was a good win for Carolina. Yeah. But this wasn't no damn win right here. <laughs> Jeff, you know when that one leg come off the ground, we got to get you. <laughs> got it. We got to get got you. It. You ain't got enough, big fella. Uh, 79. Oh. Falling down. Uh. Go and get it. Look, look at Bryce. Look at, look at Bryce. Look at Bryce. Oh, Bryce. Bryce say I'm little. He, he should have helped him. He should have run over there and helped him up. He, you know, he saw it. He watched the whole thing. This is, this is why Floyd ain't going to walk through the mall with all them big dudes. So he don't have to end up like this. Oh. Bryce, got love for you, big fella. You need new security. Bryce He's said, I'm little. I'm little. <laughs> little. Oh. Oh. little security and pancakes. I'm little, man. A Wednesday staple coming up. Did the Cowboys make a huge mistake at the deadline? Should they have added this guy? We're talking about it now. You don't need security. Oh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back on Get Up. And so on this day after the NFL trade deadline, we didn't get a blockbuster deal. We did get some important news. The Vikings get Josh Dobbs from the Cardinals this after they lose Kirk Cousins with the Achilles. So perhaps he winds up shoring up that quarterback room, giving them a chance to make a playoff run. The Bills made a big trade. Kmart was talking earlier about the acquisition of Green Bay corner Rasul Douglas. This after they've had massive injuries on their defense, including in their secondary. And then the most intriguing move we felt, the 49ers snagging the former number two pick, Chase Young, from the Commanders. He reunites with his former Buckeye teammate, Nick Bosa. The 49ers now have a very scary-looking defensive front. But it is the name and the team that we did not hear yesterday that I know has you upset, Jeff. What move didn't get made? Yeah, Cowboys were there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Cowboys, I just don't understand it. Like, you know exactly what you want to be. You know exactly what you, you need a guy who, you know, brings his own blockers. He don't need no blockers, but he don't go get three yards after he gets hit. 
Derrick Henry fits the bill. If you are Mike McCarthy, if you are Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, whoever has to make the call, and I've heard that they did not even make the call, which which blows me away. If if Tennessee would have just said, hey, no, absolutely not. It's going to cost too much. I can live with it. But if you didn't even go pursue it, I just don't understand it because, to me, that puts Dallas in the one or two mm-hmm. spot in the AFC, which jumps them two spots at least. Why do you think so? I go, <clears throat> I'm nervous. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, gee, I've been on – how I many Dallas sits idle? Yeah. While everybody around them that's actually been to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. or won a Super Bowl makes moves. Right. And I'm look, I, I I got a lot of people that I have a high level of respect for in that organization. Y'all know that. I'm very sure. close to a lot of them. This is the one thing I fight with them about. I fight Todd Archer, one of my good friends yeah. who covers the Dallas. I fight with him about this all the time. Yes, Dallas drafts well. Yeah. If you've been paying attention to Dallas, they've drafted well. Sure. They, that, 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 that front office and the people that are making those decisions do a great job. I have no idea why they don't think that we should identify people during free agency that could potentially put us over the top. Yeah. They did it when we, when we went and got T.O., you don't think that helped us oh. tremendously? Yeah. When they got Amari Cooper, it yeah. helped them tremendously. That you sit here and you watch Howie Roseman make move after yeah. move after move. You watch and John they draft Lynch, well, and they draft well, yeah. <laughs> and you watch John Lynch. They draft well, make move after move after move, and they sit idle and say, "Well, we good with what we got." Well, what you have hasn't got you to where you're trying to go. And the other teams that have been where you're trying to go are still making moves. Well, I I can say that two teams called the Titans about Derrick Henry. The Cowboys were not one of them. They they did not. It's not a question of did they miss out on Henry? They did not try to go and get Henry. Um, And, and, you know, talking to GMs throughout this process with the – trade deadline approaching and why some teams tried to make moves but ultimately did not acquire guys. You know, GMs will say it's got to be the right player at the right price. You know, free agency is tough. The trade deadline is tough because it has to be the right guy that's going to put you over the edge. I agree. Derrick Henry makes sense in Dallas. Mm -hmm. I felt like I didn't want them getting rid rid of Ezekiel Elliott. And adding Derrick Henry, that's clearly an upside. But the Cowboys have a good roster. It's just everything it's else. Good. It's not good. It's just they got the pieces, but something doesn't. Let me, let me just say this. This is the part that what I loved about what San Francisco did. Chase Young will not be in San Francisco next year. Right. You, you may. Right. Fred Warner's yeah. got to get paid. Bosa's got to get paid. There's a lot of money that's got to get doled out there, right? So you understand that. But you're doing it to go win the Super Bowl now. Howie Roseman yeah. goes and gets Brown. He goes and gets Byron. You, you go get guys because it's not that your team is not good. But if you go into the playoffs and you're the fourth, fifth best team yeah. on the – you're not going to win the Super Bowl, man. I'm just letting you know. I've been on a lot of really good teams. But you to go win it all, you have to have that one. And you can identify that as the season moves. It doesn't mean you're not doing a great job as a GM or as a coach. It means we need the Jimmys and Joes to go make the plays in the big moment. Is this the direction the NFL is going, Marcus, is what I'm asking you? Because historically we haven't seen much of this. But in recent years, the Rams – being aggressive, making in-season moves, Von Miller, Odell Beckham. Yeah. The, the Buccaneers did it like crazy around Brady. They brought in all yeah. these aging veterans and said, you know what? We're trying to win it one. We're trying to win the whole thing. That's yeah. right. The Cowboys are set up and have been to be very good for a long period of time. But that one moment of the championship, is that the one that could be more aggressive? Gee, to your point, here's why I hate when people get mad when we say this. 
we're not the ones saying the clock is ticking. Yeah, right. Yeah. The Cowboys say that. Right, right. So if the clock is ticking, right. you have to make moves for the now. That's we right. get building through the draft. Everybody understands that. Ideally, that's how you want to do it. Yeah. That has not manifested you a Super Bowl. It hasn't manifested you an NFC Championship game. Yeah. Right. Like, so I get it. I understand it. We, we've been in the league. When you draft and you can bring players up through your for organization sure. and win that way, it's the best way to do it. But they've but done you it. Cannot. And the point is, acquiring Derrick Henry doesn't mean not but doing that. But that's what I'm that. saying. That's right. yeah. I'm about to answer your question. Right. I don't believe you can win a Super Bowl anymore in today's NFL without making acquirements of really good players uh-huh. or players that can take Especially you over the top. I just don't think you can do it. I agree. You see teams in your own division doing it. Yeah. When's the last team that we saw on paper win a Super Bowl with with? Just drafted guys without making a move. Right. I would challenge somebody to go. Dude, when New England was winning Super Bowls, sure, right. for as much as we talk about Bill Belichick being a bad GM now, when they, they got Randy Moss right. to go try to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, this is not anything new right. to the NFL. Dallas just doesn't do it. And the two times they have, it's actually benefited them in a major way. Right. I really thought they would do this, to be I honest too. with you. When the it's conversation, the most disappointing. I thought sure. they would at least make a call. That's like the oh. Tennessee would have had to Tennessee would have had to run me off. Oh yeah, they'd had to run me off. It would I'd have given oh, no. up a second round pick or a third round pick and I'd have taken a salary. Dude, and it would have been well worth it. Because I'm telling you, you got a true shot to win it. Offseason, I'm talking about D Hop. I'm dude, I, you know this. G, I've been sure. on bro, go get somebody where the play call don't matter. Yep. Right. That's right. Like that's CD may be the only guy right now yep. on that team where the play call doesn't matter. Yep. Yeah. When it comes to we know Pollard is exciting and all that. Derrick Henry would have changed everything no about exactly the Dallas right. Cowboys. All right, they're gonna keep talking about it on first take. They're coming up next. They'll also have reaction, of course, to the firing of Josh McDaniels. Will Stephen A be surprised if the Cowboys beat the Eagles? It's a mad dog Wednesday. Swagoo will be there. First take, top of the hour on ESPN. NBA doubleheader tonight. Big games. We got Kawhi and company taking on the Thunder, and then we got the battle for LA. Obviously, the Clippers have added James Harden. We'll see when we see him. Countdown 7 Eastern. Fun today. We'll see you tomorrow. First take now.